Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Look! Look in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from another world who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman who can change the course of mighty rivers, bend of steel in his bare hands. And who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. But before we join Superman, here is an important message. Gang, this morning I happened to drop in on my pal Jerry Link when he was holding a meeting of his aviation club. And I certainly was surprised at what I learned. Well, listen, everybody, I've got an important announcement to make. Could you bring your model planes with you? Well, we've got a big project to get done. Best us to make a complete collection of submission forms a week from today. Boy, gee, that's keen. I got four already, and my mother went down to the store to get some more packages of pet this morning. I wonder what I'll get in those. I'll take with you, Sam. If you've got two of a kind. Hey, wait a minute, fellas. First of all, how many planes has everybody got? Tommy? I got four. Pete? Well, counting the one I got this morning, I've got five. I haven't had time to cut the last one out and put it together. Well, I've got five, too. Tell you what, let's all go down to the store and see if we can get enough for at least one squadron by next week, okay? Yes, gang, that's what I learned at Jerry Link's Aviation Club meeting this morning. Now, how are you coming with your own private collection? Have you got enough free planes for a squadron yet? Well, don't forget that there's another free plane in every single package of packs. So keep on treating yourself to crisp, delicious pep for breakfast. You have a swell collection of free jets. And remember, gang, when you are the grand-tasting breakfast serving, you're getting more vitamin D than in any other flake cereal you can buy. For a package of those delicious, and remember the name now, pea. Pep is made Michigan. And now the adventure. Well, as usual, editor Pemmons, Dr. Leander Cameron, has... But this time, it's serious trouble. Newly invented helicopter and folded up to the size of a suitcase. A clever, unscrupulous, fearful, as the deadly vengeance and Dr. Cameron are moving heaven and earth to locate the vast expanse of the country from descriptions of the vulture are pouring into the offices of law enforcement agencies. Reporters, urgent tense interval. Police 3, B, 4, 1... Known as the Vulture, height 5 feet 10, 53 pounds, hair gray black, disguise, report whereabouts at once, repeating, be on lookout as the Vulture. Over and over again, the word of a man known as the Vulture. In every city and hamlet, at every crossroad from Maine to California, the greatest manhunt in the history of crime is now going on. But even that fails to satisfy Perry White. Editor of the Daily Planet and Dr. Leander Cameron's close friend. 
We find him in his office talking on the phone with Police Inspector Henderson. Do I have to tell you, Henderson, that no effort is too great? Yes, yes, yes. I know you're sending alarms out every 15 minutes. I know you flag into the country, but that's not enough. We've got to do more than that. I'm going to hire every private detective in Metropolis. I'm going to find the vulture if it takes every cent that I've got. Yes. Goodbye. Will someone out there please tell Clark Kent I want to see him? Sorry, Mr. White, but Mr. Kent left an hour ago and hasn't returned. What? What? I said Mr. Kent left an hour ago. He left? Well, where did he go? I don't know. Why, that stupid, unmitigated fool. Doesn't he know any better than to leave the officers at a time like this? What right is he to waste precious minutes when he... Oh, oh, never mind. But Clark Kent isn't wasting precious minutes. Unknown to Editor White or to anyone, he has stripped off the street clothes of the meek, unassuming reporter, and in the red cape and blue costume of Superman, he is moving swiftly about the city, visiting the dark, dingy hangouts of underworld characters, searching for a clue that might lead him to the whereabouts of the vulture. Open up in there. Never mind that. Open up or I'll break the door. Wait a minute. That's a big idea. Christmas, who are you? But you are in a custom Stand back. Hey, wait a minute. But you can't come in here. Sorry, but I am in. You're Blackie Minetta, aren't you? Yeah, but... Just answer my question. Where's the vulture? Who? You heard me, the vulture. I don't know who you're talking about. You're lying in your teeth, Blackie. You worked for the vulture at one time. Where is he now? Hey, what do you think you're talking to? Don't bother reaching for that gun, Blackie. Oh, no. I said don't bother. Hey, my God. What happened to it? Right here in my hand, Blackie. Just to make certain you don't hurt yourself with it, I'll twist it out of shape and toss it into the corner. Oh. oh. No, I ain't seeing right. I'm going there. It's that stuff I've been drinking. Oh, it's not that stuff you've been drinking, Blackie. You're seeing right. You saw what I did to that gun, didn't you? Well, I can do the same thing to your head. Only it'll be. I've been going straight. Honest, honest, I have. I'm not interested in whether you've been going straight or not. There's only one thing I want to know. Where's the vulture? I don't know. I heard he was in stud doing time. You didn't know he escaped yesterday? Escaped? Yes. No, honest, I didn't. Where would the vulture go after breaking out of prison, Blackie? Search me, mister. Unless the... He ain't got no right to tell you. It's squealing right. Take a look at that twisted revolver, Blackie. Then think of your head. What would you rather do? Squeal or... Okay. Okay, I'll tell you. The only place I know he might be is at Mrs. Gorse. Who's that? Her name's Mrs. Gorse. She's a tall, skinny dame. Used to help the vulture with some of his seals. Kind of old, me. Where does she live? In a rooming house at 432 Crandall Street. Hey, hey, the door's over this way, mister. I think the window will be more convenient, Blackie, once we get it open. What are you going to do now? Just say goodbye and leap out the window. So long, Blackie. Up and away! Mrs. Gaunt, 432 Crandall Street, eh? Now, it sounds like it might be a good lead. Now, it sounds like it might be a good lead. Ah, there's Crandall Street right below me. I think I'd better make this call as Clark Kent. The thing is a dim up. Streets are dark and deserted. Down, down, down. Now to get back into Kent's clothes. Now, put these horn-rimmed glasses on. And change my voice. There, guess that does it. Once more, the meek reporter sallies forth in search of news. Up these depths. There should be a bell somewhere. Oh, yes, here it is. This is gone, eh? <laughs> I'd expect the vulture to know a woman with a name like that. This is gone. Uh-oh, there's a light going on in the hall. Someone's coming. 
Yes? And what can I be doing for you? Well, I'm sorry to bother you, madam, but I'm looking for Mrs. Gaunt. <laughs> no more than I am, young fella. Skipped off owing me three weeks' rent, it is. When was this? Yesterday afternoon. Snakes out, bag and baggage, the skinny old witch. Well, maybe it's best to see the last of her. She was a weird one, you can take it from me. Good riddance to bad rubbish, I say. Uh, you wouldn't be looking for a room now, would you? Hmm? Oh, no, 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 thank you. Uh, did Mrs. Gaunt... Notice it. If she had, I'd be up to having a lawn, or believe me. Well, thank you for saying. Don't mention it. And although it's none of me business, and maybe I'm sticking my nose in where I don't belong, I hardly think a nice-looking young fellow like you should be after taking the company of the likes of Mrs. Gaunt. I remember that. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Well, like the end of the trail. No forwarding address. I'll bet she's with the vulture. Where? No, I think I'll drop into police headquarters and see whether they picked up any leads. Nothing else to do now. Walking briskly down Crandall Street, Ken turns left toward the center of the city and police headquarters. Unaware that the very people he is looking for, the vulture, Mrs. Gaunt, and Dr. Leander Cameron, are actually in the sumptuous penthouse drawing room of the very apartment house he is now passing. Dr. Cameron is cringing in his chair, his eyes bright with terror. Mrs. Gaunt, her face a white, expressionless mask, guards the heavy oak door, her arms folded across her chest. The vulture is standing at a table on which has been set a screened wooden box. In the box, coiled on a bed of straw, are two beady-eyed rattlesnakes. The vulture speaks. It was fortunate that you happened to inform me that your one fear is the fear of snakes, Dr. Cameron. No, no, please. I beg of you, take them away. I'm fortunate, too, that I happen to have on hand two full-grown rattlers. You see, I use them to extract. It comes in very handy at times. It's a subtle and not easily traced poison. subtle and not easily traced poison. Lovely rattlesnakes. Say, Dr. Cameron. Please, if you have any decency at all, take them away. They horrify me. Do they really? They horrify me. say if I opened the box and allowed them a little freedom? It would kill me. I swear to you, I would die of shock. Then perhaps you'll change your mind about writing that little note to your friend, Editor Petty White. No, no, I can't do that. I can't look Petty and Kent and the rest of them into your clutches. I can't. I won't. Perhaps my little pet here can convince you, Dr. Cameron. Shall we see what happens when I open the box? Reaching for the cover of the snake box, the vulture raises it slowly. What will happen? In just a moment, we'll return to the thrilling climax of this episode, but first, here's another important message. Gang, wouldn't it be fun to be a real plane pilot and handle a Drummond Wildcat or a P-40 Tomahawk or maybe even a P-47 Thunderbolt, one of the most powerful planes in the whole world? I'll bet it would. Of course, it's a little early for you actually to learn to fly one of those great fighting planes, but here's an easy way to learn how to spot them. From the wonderful free model plane you get in every single package of Kellogg's Pet. Yes, gang, right inside every pep package is an accurate scale model of one of the great fighting planes of America and her allies. All that to cut out and put together. Gang, this plane is absolutely free. You don't have to send in a single penny or any box tops either. Start now collecting your own squadron of free model planes. And remember... Remember... Make your cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. Back to the adventures of Superman. The scene is the same. 
The vulture has reached out and is slowly opening the cover of the box containing the two deadly rats. One of the coiled reptiles raises its flat, shiny head and is about to slide out. There's a bounce to Cameron's horrified cry, nice to the room. No! No! Call you back! Will you write the letter to Petty White? Yes. I'll do it. Give him the fountain pen and paper, Mrs. Jones. Give him the fountain pen and paper, Mrs. Jones. Thank you. Now, Dr. Cameron. Now, Dr. Cameron. Right. As I dictate. Right. Dear Perry. Dear Perry. I am safe and well. Oh, my. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. I could not contact you. I could not contact you. But I should like you. I should like you. Kent. Miss Lane and the Olsen boy to meet me as soon as possible in the penthouse apartment my friend David Reed at 220 Cherry Drive. I have something very interesting to show you. So please come as soon as Forced by his deathly fear of snakes to write a note that will lure his friends into the vulture's trap, Dr. Cameron is helpless. Will Perry White and Clark Kent fall for the vulture's trick? Well, you'll be surprised at what happens, so don't miss tomorrow's episode, same time, same station. Tune in and follow the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC publication. Superman DC publication. This is Mutual.